Journey to the Top podcast, the show where we focus on the step-by-step process of how individuals have arrived and are on their journey to reach their goals. My name is Juan Carlos. What's up, guys? I'm Juan. And we're here for another episode. Super excited to be here with you guys. Um, This one's going to be really good. We're going to be talking about something that we really love, which is music. And this podcast, you're going to hear three things. One, why music has played such a big role in our lives. You're going to hear how learning to play an instrument really changed our lives. And also, at the end, you don't want to miss out. Stay till the end. We're going to be giving you guys our top three recommendations of artists you need to check out right now, in our humble opinion. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we have some exciting news. Hell yeah, guys. So so we upgraded. We're no, we're still on Anchor, but more importantly than that, for all you smartphone users, we have, we're have we on Google Play. Find us in the podcast section. If you don't have a smartphone, we're also on iTunes for all you iPhone lovers. We're on SoundCloud, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and with the sunny day with an overcast. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we're also on the IG at Journey to the Top Podcast. All right. And if you also want to give us a follow, because you find us very interesting, um, I'm on Instagram as J Sancas95, Z A N J A S, J C. We're over here at JC Medina21. Give us a follow while we're putting up content every day. For nothing sure. but value. Yeah, yeah. So uh, check us out. So much good stuff, especially on the Journey to the Top socials and everywhere. Yeah, we made it really easy. We're on iTunes, Google Play. We're, we're everywhere. Wherever you usually listen, you can find us. Yes. Just search Journey to the Top Podcast and we'll be there. So for this episode, we really wanted to talk about something that we really enjoy and that uh, we could talk to for hours about a lot of stuff. And that's music and how music has played a role in our life. Especially I remember in high school. Everybody was like, oh, like, I love music. I'm all about music and all this other stuff, you know, (laughs) like everyone in high school was like music, ride or die, which is great because I feel like in high school, you kind of go through those periods of, uh, you know, either, you know, being down on yourself or you're really happy or you get your first girlfriend. So these songs start reminding you of people. Um, But the older you get, I know for me, I started to realize once I got out of my college phase, I really didn't listen to music as much and it really started to affect me a lot. And when I got really back into it, and started hearing recommendations from my buddies and stuff like that. Uh, it really lighted a spark. And especially going to concerts or, or seeing something live, I mean, just kind of uh, changes the spectrum on everything now mm-hmm. and, and really brings stuff to life. So just music is, is, is so awesome. You can use it for so much to meditate. You can use it, you know, for workouts. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, when, like, when I was 16, 17, I was really into the 90s rap. So I don't know what we have going on nowadays with all the so-called... You know, rappers were back when back when I was sixteen. I wasn't listening to nothing but Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Easy E, all that, all that, yeah. all that good stuff. You know, Tupac, and I liked it because it was relatable to me in the sense. Oh, I mm-hmm. can relate. I know what you're going through. I know what you're talking about. And I'm not hating on the new whatever the new music we have going on. I'm giving it a shot. You yeah. know, I get it. You know, women, drugs, money, but there's there's more to that. I can't relate to that. Yeah, I'm back <laughs> of broke. Um, I don't have women. You know. And it's just like, I'm not a druggie. So it's just like, write something. And I feel like it's, it's played out. It's, just like, it's yeah. not for me, at least. You know, many other people like it, but at least it's not for me. Yeah. I remember seeing a post someone put on Twitter, like, can we get back to 80s and 90s R&B where everyone was just talking about how much they love their girl? Yeah. And I'm like, for real, though? Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't even, I think for, for the same reasons how you said, I don't even really listen to hip hop, like, a lot, you know, unless something's really trending. And unfortunately, I hear it just, you know scrolling down Facebook yeah. or whatever and you hear something or uh 
some drama happens between some people. So I'm like, well, who the heck are these people? Uh, so I'll check it out. But I don't really listen to it um, like that. But I do remember um, we actually had a karaoke night yeah. uh, over at my apartment a couple weeks ago. And uh, we just put the 90s R&B, you know, Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Uh, Casey and Jojo and everything and like those songs still heck yeah slap hard you know and it's like man you could still feel it and I think it's it's for that same reason it, it's a topic that everyone goes through right mm-hmm. they're talking about heartbreak they're talking about being in love and it's yeah. like let's get back to that stuff you know it doesn't always have to be oh look how hard I am and look yeah, like yeah. all this it's like no you know that's no one cares no <laughs> one cares you know because I could think of artists even when I was in high school where they were rapping about that stuff and you don't even hear anything from them anymore. Like, I, at least I don't, you know, and this is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't listen to hip hop now, but like, yeah, like yeah. stuff back then, especially in high school, I remember because my parents would never let me buy hip hop albums. And this is the time when like, um, what was that? That website where you could download LimeWire, LimeWire, LimeWire. everybody <laughs> had LimeWire. And I remember uh, my dad had Napster before like Lars from Metallica took it down. Um, but he had Napster, so I was all my friends had LimeWire, and I was like, I was like, can we please get LimeWire so I can, you know, I just wanted to get a bunch of music, not to to get stuff that my parents didn't want. I just really wanted to download music, and they're like, no, you can't. It was gonna give us a virus and all this other stuff. So it was hard for me because I had to go buy records, buy albums. <laughs> I had to buy albums. Yeah, I couldn't download them. So I remember my first two albums. I went to Walmart because uh, in Madeira, there's like that's the only place you can really yeah, buy yeah. records. Um, and their music section used to be really big back then with the headphones and everything. <laughs> yeah. And you can listen to like, a, a one track or something like that. So my first albums, I bought two albums with my own money and that was, uh, Lincoln park, um, Midoriya? No, the one before that. Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory. Oh, with all those. Yeah. Hybrid Theory, where they all had their hair dyes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that whole album is just so good. It's just hit after hit after hit after hit. Hybrid Theory. And then the 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 other one was System of a Down Toxicity. Oh, yeah. Um, those two albums. And I would just play those on repeat. And I they used to have the uh, the booklets on the inside. And it had all, all the lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. So I memorized the lyrics. And I would go to school. And I thought I was all bad. You know, because like, I knew all the lyrics. And I remember doing that. But yeah. So. So I had to buy music, you know, and, and obviously if I didn't have the money, my parents were like, well, I'll lend you the money. But it was only if they approved, approved. you know, of what I wanted to get. So we could never have R&B. We never had rap rap records. Uh, so I learned all that stuff from like friends in high school and my cousins who who had all that. But yeah, man, I just it was crazy. Like gr- growing up, uh, it was so weird. My dad listened to a lot of classic rock. All right. So like um like Credence, uh Boston, like Van Halen. Let me see. He had like Led Zeppelin, obviously like the Beatles, mm-hmm. a lot of old stuff like that. And so I grew up on that. When we would go visit uh my grandparents, which were my dad's mom and dad, um, they always had mariachi and trio music, me- yeah. Mexican uh trio music, like in the background when we'd meet. So I re- as a little kid, I remember that just playing in the background. Um, but I never really listened to it. And as I got older, I was like I really started to fall in love with with that kind of music because I mean it's one it's cultural you know and it's history um, and I'm I'm really into that but it just gives me like really good memories because um, like my grandparents uh, from that side they passed away so I don't have a lot of memories of them okay. they passed away when I was younger um, so that just kind of makes me feel good but then on my mom's side it was weird into like Spanish Spanish pop Luis Miguel so right. like Luis Miguel <laughs> so like she my mom is like the biggest Luis Miguel fan to the point where I'm gonna put this out there I literally think she named my brother after, after the singer Luis Miguel and I bring it up and she doesn't admit it but I'm like there's no one else in my family that has 
the names Luis or Miguel, you know, like in, in my family, there's a few Juans and like I have a Theo Carlos. But so, but it was like, that just came out of nowhere. So my mom was really into Luis Miguel, but she was also into um, like 70s funk, like dance music, like funk and um, like Midas Touch. And she was into Spring Love, like was her jam. Like it was Spring all, love. that's my mom's jam. So like, uh, yeah, man, it was weird because she was into, yeah, Mexican pop and then funk. And then my dad was, Classic rock, but then like Mexican traditional music, you know? All right. That's good. Nah, my parents, we're from the Mexico City. We're from the ghetto. We're Mexico City is really ghetto. So all my parents would listen to would be cumbias. Just straight up. Cumbias. 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 For all you guys who don't know, I'm pretty sure anyone in the Central Valley knows exactly what that is. You go to any party, they put a cumbia and everyone's dancing. Yeah. So I was really lucked out. And my mom, I think, it just depended on what mood she was in. Mm -hmm. So if she was like bummed or she's not bummed, but if she was like mad at my dad, Mm -hmm. she'd put like her her, this artist's name is called Pimpinela. So it's pretty much like in the 70s or like at that age. So it's pretty much a girl dissing a guy you know or like she's like mad at the guys so like oh they're fighting yeah or she'd put on bronco she was really into bronco bronco's the best so they they have really good music i don't know how would you compare them to like journey not journey for for the time i mean mexico didn't really go through like a rock phase until the late 80s mm-hmm. 90s so really the pop music of of the day was like cumbias and yeah. um dancing type music mexican culture is very movement based yeah. when it comes to music so it's like the the pop music of of the time, the most popular music um, was like cumbia. So you had all these people. Yeah. You had like Bronco. You had Rigo Tovar. You had all those um, guys. All the Los Angeles Azules. Los Angeles Azules were at Coachella, yeah. bro. Yeah, they were at Coachella. <laughs> That's crazy. I was, tr- I was telling Cari, I was like, because um, I was just scrolling through YouTube, and this guy was like, Los Angeles Azules at Coachella. I was like, what? And then um, I played it, and this guy was like maybe halfway back, right? But they started playing... Um, uh, 17 años, and everyone just starts freaking out, and like they're all dancing and all moving. I was like, "That's so sick!" I was like, "Los Angeles Azules, they're good. Yeah, they're, they're good, good music. Yeah, they got good stuff. So that a lot of everything mainly. At least I grew up listening to cumbias and bronco, mm-hmm. and I like I actually like them. And then once I got into high school, it started getting so like obviously like you said into other types of music. But for me, it was not, especially the '90s rap. Yeah, nothing else. Uh, the really cool thing is. Uh, both Juan and I both learned how to play guitar. Hell yeah. Um, I think we did it for different reasons. I, I, I'm almost positive we did it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll kind of go into that. Like, um, my dad played guitar forever. And, and all I think all my theos on my dad's side, they all play something. Because um, when they were in high school and stuff, they had a, a rock band and they would play. And actually, at one of my theos' weddings, they were the band for the really? wedding. Dang. Yeah. And I saw this and, and my, my theo... Uh, my theater Ernesto was showing us the video and someone had recorded it and there, and there's my dad at like 18. It was Dang. weird, you know, cause he like, he, he looks like my brother's body type, you know, yeah. he's really slim and, and stuff like that. But the way he moves when he plays like is me. Cause I've seen videos of how I do when I was in the band and stuff like that. I was like, we looked exactly the same. It was so weird. But, um, but so my dad played guitar for the longest time and he ended up playing in church and, they started playing. Um, so growing up, I would see my dad play and we always had people come over to the house for choir practice. And and so um, I was just surrounded by it. And uh, so when I got big enough, I remember asking my dad, I was like, well, I want to learn how to play. Can you teach me how to play? And I must have been like four. Like Dang. I for sure wasn't at school yet. I remember. Um, so he bought me this like little 
guitar. It, it It's like, cause you know how there's like those three quarter guitars, like the ones yeah, that, yeah. like for kids or whatever. So it was smaller than that, but bigger than a toy guitar. Okay. Um, so it was like, it, it's a, it was a weird length, but it fit me perfect at the time. Um, and it had nylon strings and stuff like that. So he taught me chords. Uh, and I remember him saying, uh, he only taught me three is he started with like D a and E. And okay. so he's like, practice those, make sure you get those and everything like that. And then I wanted to learn more cause I knew like seeing him play, I knew there was more to just that. And he would tell me, he's like, you can't learn more until you can play all of them with your eyes closed. So at like four years old, I was like just practicing my ass off trying to like get this cause I wanted to learn more chords, you know? And then finally it became more and more and I started playing with them at church and, um, and then just out of necessity, he started teaching or started pushing me to learn more instruments. So it's like, okay, we're at church. Okay. But we had three or four guitar players. We need a bass player. So Juan Carlos, you're going to learn how to play bass. Okay. So that's when all the, like listening to cumbias and listening to um, like rock and, and even the funk stuff from my mom really came in handy because I'd remember like uh, the bass lines or stuff like, um, like in cumbias, there's a very distinct bass line that does like dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. and I remember hearing that and I would try to figure it out and um and just out of necessity I taught myself how to play bass and then he's like okay well this guy can come in and play bass we really need a keyboard player so there I go trying to teach myself how to play keyboard and I'm still not very good but I can I can get by you know I, I know where my notes are and I know a couple scales um but yeah man I think um it was all out of necessity, you know, like I, I did it because I really looked up to my dad and I, I just wanted to play like him. It, it, it helped out with a lot of social things later, yeah. knowing how to play guitar. Um, but, but at the time when I wanted to learn, it was really just because I just wanted to be like, and I think for me, well, I've always wanted to learn guitar, believe it or not. Like I'm, you, um, when you look at me, you wouldn't expect it from me. At least now you kind of do, but before I, you wouldn't, you know, cause I had a clean haircut, like fade and everything. I dressed up with really baggy clothes, listened to rap music, nothing that involved the guitar, you know. But once I started going to the youth groups at church and they were like, oh, that sounds really good. Like these songs are actually really good. But I didn't tell anyone that I wanted to learn guitar. Yeah. I wasn't until I got over the fear of what my friends would think that I actually started to learn how to play guitar. You know, so I had a really cheap guitar that it was for whatever reason it was at my house. It was a sunlight. Mm-hmm. And then I had no case with it. Then one of my teachers at confirmation Susanna Rosa, she was like, oh, you're learning guitar? I'm like, yeah, because I wanted to play with the choir because I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. There's a cute girl there. like, oh, well, bonus, you know? <laughs> I'm singing here and doing that. She got me a guitar case, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. So I started learning. The first chord progression that I learned was G, E minor, C, C and D. D. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right, basic stuff. And, it, and the reason I've always wanted to learn, but the reason I learned when I was 16 and 17 was because it was no longer for me trying to do to impress the girls. Like, oh, if I play guitar, I look like a good. And that was me for like, oh, I want to do this at the youth groups to help other people. You know, to set yeah, the mood, yeah. you know, for whatever whatever we're trying to do. And I started learning ever since then, I'm 16, 17. And because I liked the music they were playing at the youth groups. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to learn how to play this type of music. And sure enough, I did. And I haven't, you know. And then I got my first guitar. It was like a funny, it was a Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So I went to go get my first guitar. I named her Genesis. <laughs> so okay, everyone, I don't know if you have a name for your guitar, or at least the one that I had, I named her Genesis and I bought her on Valentine's Day. So like, I was like legit, no, like cool. And then, yeah, I learned because I wanted to play at the youth groups. Yeah. Playing, I wanted to help out at the church, I wanted to, whatever they were doing. 
And then because of that, I was like, I can't just keep listening to rap. Because I had to learn guitar, I started listening to other types of music. Yeah. It was like, oh, this sounds really cool when this guy on my guitar. And I'm really more of not, it just depends. At least I like acoustics. I like finger picking mm-hmm. a lot. At yeah. least that's my thing. Because you can just do so much today with the chords. Yeah. And yes, you guys out there, I have popped many G strings. <laughs> believe it or not. You know, that's that. surprisingly, that's the one that breaks the most. Yeah. People don't get that. You would think it would be like the bottom E string because it's, it's so it's, small. Yeah. But it's the the G string -string. pops all the time. It sucks, and no one ever has a spare because that's the one they break. Yeah. So (laughs) So there's people walking around with like a case with like extra strings, but it's missing the G string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I I I think a lot of people can relate to that, especially like if you go to church or if you go to um like any kind of worship type thing. Like if if that's in your faith, you know, like music really plays a part in like setting the mood and setting the tone of and directing people and. And the same thing, like when I saw that, I was like, that's super powerful that you could do that. And, and there was just guys, there was like three guitars, three guys playing guitar up there and they were doing that. And it was the same thing. I was like, oh, I want to do that. Playing an instrument kind of broke the ice for me Yeah. when it came to social situations like that, because I'm very comfortable behind my guitar because I almost feel like there's a barrier. Yeah. You know, like uh, I'm still learning a lot now, especially now with like business and networking and stuff like how to go up to someone and just start a conversation or that but back then really my identity was like the guitar I'm, yeah i'm a guitar player like the guitar so it's like i can walk into any youth group you know and, and you know at our church we have a ton we have like five youth groups yes. i could walk into any youth group with a guitar and i was so confident in my skills that i could just let that speak for me i didn't really have to introduce myself everybody would start coming up to me like like hey you play like like uh how do you play can you come join our group or whatever can you play the one from the what the desperado the desperado song like, i freaking hate that here. song Oh, I hate that song. You know how it's no stairway to heaven? Stairway to get heaven. Get them out of here, bro. Learn something good. What is this? Or like the new ones, the new guitar players. I know Hey There, Delilah. Like, yeah, ah, dude. Hey trash. There, Delilah was such like a big, I, was, I got over yeah. it. Who's Delilah, bro? We live in California. We don't have Who's that here. Delilah's here. <laughs> I learned it though, but it's yeah. easy. But Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. For people that are shy or that have a hard time in situations, like pick up an instrument, yes. man. Like, especially if you're really into music. That can take you so far and really, it really does break down barriers because I think that's the only thing other than like, I guess singing, but singing still like really that it's hard because you're putting yourself out there, but like picking up an instrument, people come up to you. You don't even have to do anything. Like people come up to you and they start talking. Oh, especially if you, if you have a good looking instrument, if your guitar looks cool, whatever the people want to come up and say it. So like that helped me break a lot of, of barriers and just break the ice meeting a lot of people during that time in high school and just like. I mean, it was fun. I made a, I made a lot of friends and uh, some of those friends, I mean, I still talk to today and I still oh, have, yeah. you know, so it's like, that's super awesome. Like, but I highly recommend it. Like, like learning an instrument. There's so many studies out there that show that, you know, people that learn instruments, they actually excel like in math and in sciences that's and stuff true. like that, because you have to use a different part of your brain because you're doing problem solving, but you're also physically doing something at the same time. So your brain is trying to say, okay, strum or do this but at the same time you're thinking what's the next chord or what's the next lyric or what's so like there's all these parts of your brain creatively but also mechanically that are working so like when it comes to actually learning things or learning math or um it really does help you out a lot because you're able to to decipher all that stuff and it's true because like me and juan are both pretty good at math so it's like oh yeah we add stuff up yeah we two plus two is four i'm learning instrument pickup i wanted to learn piano yeah, I saw this movie. After the movie, I was like, I need to learn this soundtrack, uh, La La Land. Yeah, La La, La Land. It's a good movie. 
it's a really that's the best ending I've ever seen. Happy ending to the point, <laughs> to the core. If you guys haven't seen it, you guys should definitely One watch it. One of the most it. realist endings <laughs> yes. ever. But I was like, I need to learn piano because I got like so, because Ryan Gosling, he's like my man crush. He's like, damn, he looks good. And he played every song in that stupid movie, bro. Like, yeah. I was like, if he can learn, I can do it. I quit like two weeks after that. Because I was like, no, it's not, not my, it's not for me, you know? Yeah. But at least for those of you guys who have a guitar, learn it. If you, if you're like me who haven't picked up your guitar, definitely pick it up. Show her some love. She's always there for you when no one else is, you know? But that is so true because I think, I don't know if for you, at least when I'm feeling down, I just like either you listen to music, but in our case, we're, we're blessed enough that we're going to play, play music. Yeah. You just start playing all these happy chords and you just start getting sad and you play that D minor, you play that A minor. <laughs> any minor chord any just, minor chord just, just put so you in the mood. It's just like, this feels so good. And you just, next thing you're like, oh, okay, we're better now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, there's so much that comes with playing an instrument. Or if you're in love, you can play your girlfriend a song. I think to this date, the only song that I've ever memorized where I don't need the lyrics and the chords is God Gave Me You by Blake Shelton. Oh, snap. Yeah, bro. I learned that thing it's in the key of G. And mm-hmm. just like Blake Shelton, I gave him right back, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, guys, I don't know. Like, for whatever, there's, there's so many benefits to come playing guitar. You know, so, but yeah, if you're in love, definitely pick it up. There's a bunch of good music out there you can dedicate to your girlfriend. If you're a horrible singer, it's cool. She's not going to care. I wouldn't know. You play. It's the fact that you can play. You know, just play your guitar. Don't play her yeah. or him. <laughs> there if you're you a girl, serenade your guy. It's cool. I wouldn't Yo, mind it. Girls that dope. can play instruments. That's so awkward. Like yes, it, that's a it's a different level of uh, like attraction, man. Like I'm not even saying like oh, girls that play instruments are hot. No, 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 no. There's a different attraction there because like you know like okay, she's in control of like what she's doing and and especially as a musician, you can really appreciate how much time it took the to discipline. get there. Yes. The discipline it takes to get that good or whatever. Like, yeah, man, there's all these like YouTube channels of these chicks that can play, you know, drums or they sing guitar and yeah. play. And I'm like, I just watch it in amazement. Cause I'm like, wow, like that's, I, I know how hard you have to practice in order just to get that good. Plus girls voices. I mean, are already just like, amazing. Dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it's like, it's just a bonus. It's like, if you could play, you could play for yourself and sing like yes. psh, you got it made, man. So that stuff's really good. But yeah, learn an instrument, pick it up. Um, it it'll do nothing but good for your life. It's 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 awesome. I I wish I can play a lot more. Um, my yeah, guitar's like in my side room and stuff like that. And just with life, sometimes it gets busy, you know. But so we get to the point of the show. What you guys have been waiting for? Our top three recommendations of artists you should be listening to if you do not know who they are. Right. So uh, I'll start with me. My top three. Um, Number one, Mana, M-A-N-A, Spanish, the biggest Spanish rock group ever. Um, they're worldwide. Um, and even though their stuff's in Spanish, like, especially their beginning, like, their the first half of their albums, anything from, like, 1987, I think, till 2003, um, any of those albums, like, it doesn't sound like your typical Spanish rock type music like like they're really influenced by led zeppelin the police so a lot of their early stuff was like really fast punk but then they go into like a reggae beat or it'd be like um i I also like it too because 
they pay tribute to like their Mexican roots and stuff like that. Yeah. So they'll play folk music, like they play like Juan Gabriel covers, or they'll do um, Jose Alfredo Jimenez covers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and and I really like that stuff anyway. But they do just really good, and I like it because everyone in that band is good. Like you yeah. ever listen to a band where it's like, okay, it's a really good singer and uh, the and a really good guitar player, but the drummer and the bassist are like trash. whatever. Yeah, you know, um, they're like everyone is good like even the bass player like you listen to just the bass tracks and you're like he's playing a whole different melody like he's not just playing like four chords and going like he's got his own thing going on the guitar player is like one of the best like Sergio Valin that fool is dope um the drummer and then just their lyrics are just always on point so it's like Mana is my number one they've always been my favorite band they will always be my favorite band even though their last album I think was trash thank you Shakira <laughs> um, I know um but Mana, go check them out. They're really good. Number two, um, Modest Yahoo. Uh, Modest Yahoo, for those of you guys that don't know, he's actually, he's a Jewish rapper slash reggae guy. Um, and I came, found him actually through a seminarian. It was a, uh, Steven Ooh. Spencer. Really? Yeah. Which at the time, well, his whole family, like yeah. him, his older brother, Nathan, and then, well, Father Matthew before he was Father Matthew. Um, but uh, he was like, you got to listen to this guy. He's so sick. And I was like, okay. So I, I listened to him. And back then he had, he would wear a yarmulke and he had his side range grown out, but he was rapping like, and his raps were good. And his flows were like, just like sick. Um, and then he would break down into reggae stuff. So then he'd start like beatboxing and scatting and like, and do all the reggae stuff. And I mean, it was just so crazy. Cause I like it. Cause um, like in his first couple of albums, he was really like talking a lot about God and like, like relationship with God and stuff. And, and that's still where I'm at. I, I just really love that. And, uh, like King Without a Crown is my favorite song like ever. Um, well, a top five. Um, but uh, he, his music is always just positive. Mm-hmm. And it, even if he doesn't talk about God, it's always like something positive, whether it's about peace or whether it's about just being better um, or just like forgiveness and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and his beats and his music are just super good. So like Manish Yahoo, I was like, go check him out. Um, and then my third one is Snarky Puppy. Um, this one, I, I barely found a couple, like maybe two years ago at the most. For sure, last year, I remember just scrolling through YouTube, um, and it was, I have a thing where, being a musician, you really appreciate people playing live, especially if they can play live, like, really well, right? So, I always like finding YouTube videos where it's like, oh, this is my favorite song, live, Um, because I want to see them play it in concert. Is it the same as the album, or, you know, how good or bad are these guys, right? And so, I was going through, and I saw this thumbnail, and in the thumbnail, it was just like a bunch of people in a studio, like like a big band, but there's also a bunch of people with headphones listening. And I was like, that looks interesting. What the heck? And I click on it. And this band, they have like 10, 11 people. They got like drummer, horn section, two keyboards, three guitar players, like crazy. But then there's like 50 people sitting in this room and they're listening to them play. And the song was called Lingus. And uh, it's still my like... It's all instrument. Mostly, they play mostly instrumentals, um, but it's like jazz fusion, like progressive, like it just everything. It, it's so weird. They got so many different styles that they have, but all the musicians are like super top notch. They um, collaborate with a lot of different artists um, in different styles. Like I just heard another one was like a polka type French song, Dang. and like. Uh, like Brazilian tribal music and like they play everything. Um, but I've been, these guys are like my newest, like favorite band. Like I recommend them. Like their stuff's really good. So those are mine, Mana, Modest Yahoo and Snarky Puppy. 
All right. Top three artists. This is tough. Dang. Um, at least for me, not number one, not in any particular order. I listen to them all the same. Just because of the hype this guy's getting. Uh, J. Cole. Like, I've I've bought, like, the first few albums that I actually purchased were his. His Forest Hills Drive album is really good. Pretty much all of the stuff that he says, because he's one of the few black rappers that doesn't talk about smoking weed and getting high. Mm-hmm. Or about, oh, we're going to go here, have sex with this many women. I think he's more of an advocate. Like, okay, okay, people, we're like, we're black. We're a minority, but we're killing, our, we're messing ourselves, you know? Like, kind of like, yeah. he's speaking like this. We're we're selling, the, we're doing this to ourselves type of thing, you know? He's mm-hmm. advocating kind of like, kind of like if MLK had an album, he'd probably listen to that. Like, he's telling it how it is, you know? He's telling us the truth. And I like that. I just, just nothing, there's nothing else like that right now, at least. I, I don't know if you can correct me if I'm wrong. Nothing else like J. Cole, at least with his lyrics. Everything he's saying is the truth, and that's how he feels. He just has a good beat to it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the other one I mentioned this in the other one episode before Coldplay, but I'm not talking about new Coldplay. I'm talking about um a rush of blood to the head, parachutes. Even the newest album that I've actually listened to was Ghost Stories. Like all of the deep lyric Coldplay, Chris Martin, the good stuff. Nothing. Paradise is alright, I guess you know, but everything that was deep, you know. You guys need to get divorced. He, they needed to come up with something, man. Because I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it again. Chris Martin, like, if one of your band members needs to get a divorce, they need to do it because write the, the album. that Ghost Stories album was it's like my favorite album, especially that song. Oh, mm. have you heard it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fly on, like, yeah. like damn, I almost tear. I was tearing up when I heard that. I was like, oh shit. You know which one I teared up when when I heard um, "Fix You." For the first time, damn, it's so I deep. I was like, "This is so good." I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. like all the good, I mean, all of like their hits are from like the first few albums. Yeah, Yellow, Spies, Parachutes, Clocks, like the Clocks, bro. They're all from the first. Like, you need to go back to that. I don't know why you. What are you doing? There's nothing else like you, but I don't know what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, if people hate on it, whatever, we'll love it. I'll buy an album for that. Mm-hmm. And the last two, I couldn't decide for whatever reason. Uh, one of them is my guilty pleasure. I don't really well those who don't know me really well. Um, I'm a hardcore weekend fan. I, <laughs> I love the I don't love the weekend. I like his music a lot. I'm not really into his first this his newest albums as well for because he can if you listen to the weekend, if you know what I'm talking about, he's telling a story through every album, you know? So at least for me, I like the old weekend, the dark, sinister, heartbroken weekend. Like he knows he's doing something bad, but he well, there's nothing else for him to do type of thing, you know? Yeah. It's just, oh, this, his music is really good. The Trilogy album, I downloaded it on my Amazon. I paid for it. I, I got the whole 30 songs. Dang. And I like, I've listening to it on the, I was, it came up in my gym playlist last night for whatever reason, you know? So The weekend, check him out. Check out his old stuff. It just depends if, obviously, his wording is very explicit. You guys should know that by now. But just listen to the words. See what he's trying to tell you. And the other band, the other artist would be Paramore. Oh, I was not Dang. expecting that. The legit, like the um, Paramore is Haley Williams. I love you. Like they're doing their own stuff, and then the covers that they do, they sound better than the original. It's just like ugh, the whole you, the Drake one, though. the Drake one, Drake by Passion Fruit. The cover by Paramore, Paramore. is freaking amazing yeah. i remember you and diego were like all it's legit crazy. you're like have you listened to it i was like no and, it's so and good yeah it's really good it's hella good like the host tell me how uh 
my la- only hope, I guess the only exception, that song is whatever, but like all there's anything from Paramore, it's either really happy or it's so sad that it make it sound happy. Like it's yeah. just, that's just either they're really happy or they're really sad. There's no in between. Yeah. It's just like, and it's so good. Or the beats like, can, they don't like, you listen to the lyrics like, oh shit, she's really, this person is really heartbroken. Yeah. Or someone in that band, whoever the songwriter is, you know, they're really heartbroken, but Paramore, you know, either if you want to get down and dirty and be, like in your emotions, the weekend. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh, I'm more into like a rockish type of feel, but you're still depressed, Paramore. Paramore. Like yeah. legit. Like it's just either or, bro. It's like. And then she was on a. She was on a airplanes with a. Was with B.O.B.? Yeah. That was her. Yeah. Damn. I'm sorry, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> See? Damn. Yeah. That she was her. on. She was on that. And I was like, okay, she's starting to like do her own thing. They haven't yeah. done anything new though. So Haley, if you're listening to this, I love you. We all love you. Their last album was pretty good. Yeah. I, I liked it because it was kind of like 80s. Like their 80s their albums are pretty good. You just got to give them a shot. It's just, yeah. You got to give them a try because you, I skipped over so many other songs. Yeah. But then the songs that I actually skipped over were really good. Like the yeah. other day, I heard Tell Me How. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, yeah. it's so good. Started tearing up. I was at the gym and then like hard times came up. Hard times. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to go do cardio now. Like, that's like, a nah. good cardio song. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, nah I can't breathe. But yeah, definitely check them out. J. Cole, Coldplay, Paramore, and The Weeknd. Yeah, Whatever yeah. you're into. Just, not even if you're not into them, just check them out, bro. Damn. Check them out. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. something. You're not doing anything productive. Yeah, you need something listening to this. Check them out. So yeah, those are our recommendations. Hope you guys could find something new if you haven't heard of anything. Or revisit some of your favorite, maybe not favorite, but bands that you haven't listened to in a while. But that's it from us for this episode. Thank you all for watching. Make sure, like how Juan said, check us out. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. You can still find us on Anchor, um, all these other sites and our social medias. Um, Go back to the beginning to to get all those links and stuff like that. But follow us. Really big stuff is happening. We're going to be posting all the time, getting you guys the behind the scenes. Uh, let you know who's coming up. We have some really exciting guests that are going to be on this podcast. So uh, keep a watchful eye out for that. Um, But for me and Juan, just thank you all for listening. This has been Journey to the Top. We will catch you in the next episode. Peace.